power of curiosity, whispered gossip and pity, and it was hard to decide which of these was worst. Maxine drifted into the shop at 10.30 the following morning, yawning and clutching a mug of tea. God, your sofa's uncomfortable, she grumbled, rubbing her back. Janie, who had been up for over five hours, lifted an armful of yellow irises into a bucket and slid them into position between the gypsophila and the white roses. The shop had been busier than usual, and she still had three wreaths to make up before midday. Sorry, she replied wryly. It would never occur to Maxine to bring her a cup of tea as well. But Maxine was still massaging her back and pulling faces. I'll be a cripple by the end of the week. Are you really planning to stay? Of course, she looked surprised. I'm not going back to Maurice the Righteous, and there's nothing to keep me in London. Besides, she added dreamily, I'd forgotten how lovely it is down here. Much nicer than smelly old London. I think a summer by the sea would do me the world of good. Hmm. Oh, come on, Janie. Don't look at me like that. It'll be fun. We can cheer each other up. Having consulted the notes on her clipboard, Janie began sorting out the flowers for the wreaths. You'll be too busy complaining about your back to have any fun, she said brusquely and having to listen to your endless whinging is hardly going to cheer me up. You don't want me to stay? Maxine looked hurt, and Janie experienced a twinge of guilt. I do, she protested as the shop door swung open, and Paula, having completed the morning's deliveries, dropped the keys to the van on the counter. Of course I'd like you to stay. It's just that the flat's so small, and I don't have a spare bedroom. I see, Maxine shrugged. Well, that's okay. I'll go and see Mum. Janie looked doubtful. Their mother would only complain that nothing cramped one's style more effectively than a stray daughter hanging around the place, and Thea Vaughan's highly individual lifestyle didn't take kindly to cramping. She wasn't exactly the slippers and homemade sponge cake type. But Maxine knew that as well as she did, so Janie didn't bother to voice these thoughts. Instead, she said, And you'd need some kind of job. Oh, God. Maxine was looking gloomier by the second. Working had never been one of her strong points. I suppose I would. But what on earth can I do? Paula, who was a lot more thoughtful than Maxine, returned from the kitchen with two mugs of tea. Paula, this is my sister Maxine, said Janie, seizing one of the mugs with relief. Now, take a good look at her and tell me what kind of work she might be able to cope with. Maxine, perched on the stool next to the counter with her long brown legs stretched out before her, gave the young girl an encouraging smile. But nothing fazed Paula. You're in Trezale, you mean? As requested, she studied Maxine for several seconds. Well, selling your body's out for a start. Too many giggling girlies on the beach at this time of year, giving it away for free. Maxine burst out laughing. That's too bad. Seriously? protested Janie, weaving fronds of fern into the circular mesh base of the first wreath. Bar work? Ugh. Maxine cringed, rejecting the idea at once. Too hard on the feet. Hotel receptionist, suggested Paula, unperturbed. The Abbey's advertising in the paper this week. Maxine shook her head. I'd have to be polite to ghastly tourists. Nannying? Paula looked pleased with herself. The family my mother cleans for is losing theirs. You could be a nanny. Maxine looked amused. 
Oh, no, I couldn't. But Janie's interest was aroused by this item of news. That's an idea, she exclaimed, temporarily abandoning the wreath. You'd be able to live in. That way you'd have a job and a place to stay. Max, it'd be great. Apart from one small problem, replied Maxine flatly. If there's one thing I hate more than tourists, it's children. Children and babies and nappies. Yuck, she added with a shudder of revulsion. Especially nappies. These two are a bit old for nappies, said Paula, ever practical. Josh is nine and Ella's seven. I've met them a few times. They're nice kids. And they'd be at school during the day, put in Janie, her tone encouraging. But Maxine, sensing that she was being ganged up on, pulled a face. I'm just not the nannyish type. I mean, for heaven's sake, do I look like Julie Andrews? Losing patience, Janie returned her attention to work. Okay, you've made your